If you're not currently operating heavy machinery or driving a car, I want you to do me a favor for a second. I want you to sit back, close your eyes, and I want you to think about all the objects that you have in your home. Your bed, your desk, your TV, or your computer. Now I want you to think about what you have on the walls of your house, your mirrors, your artwork. I want you to cycle through every object that you have in your house. If you've just thought about the bright piece of art that you have in your hallway that says, home is where our story begins, I want you to go home right now. I want you to take it off the wall and I want you to pop it in the nearest bin. My name's Doug Gillen and this is a special edition of Radio Juxtapose. It's about 7.30 in a mid-December morning and despite what my accent might suggest, it's pleasantly warm right now. The Florida sun is beginning to rise in the distance and there's little to no activity on this suburban street. This is about the most tranquil today we'll get. I'm talking to you from the garden of the painter Alejandro Dorda, more commonly known as Axel Void. Aside from being one of the most prolific artists working in the public domain, Axel is one of contemporary art's most interesting curators. And for the second year running, he's invited artists from all over the world to take up residence in his house here in Miami. Over several weeks, between 10 and 15 artists will eat, sleep and create together. At the end, the whole house will be transformed into an art gallery exhibiting work that was created here. I'm here both to document the experience and to make sure the artist Edwin doesn't get homesick being this far from London. The residency is organised by Void Projects and it's titled Homeless. And the work everyone here is creating is tailored around this idea of home. Here to tell us a bit more about the project is the curator Axel Void. Rather than interviewing him properly though, I've asked him to communicate in his preferred fashion of leaving voice notes through WhatsApp. My name is uh, Alejandro Dorda. My artist name is Axel Void. Um, I was born in Miami, uh, Florida, US, and I was raised in Andalusia, south of Spain, in Cadiz, Cadiz and Granada and Sevilla. The purpose of the residency in uh, Miami, the homeless residency, um, well, I, I guess there isn't one single purpose. Uh, I think there's uh, a lot of goals that we want to meet um, or we have uh, different intentions. Uh, one is the process. I think we, the artists, live in the process. Um, we're always, we're never in the final results. As soon as we finish a piece, we're already thinking about the next one or in the process of working on the next one. And even during working uh, one piece, we have like several projects happening so simultaneously. So in a way is to enhance this process. I guess a, a cheesy way to see it would be like YOLO or Carpe Diem, or is Embrace a Day, but uh, realizing that that is our day and then the outcome is something that uh, we don't own, is more, um, is more shared by the people that enjoy the piece or that view the piece or experience it. We want to also put emphasis on what the process is and how we can uh, find ways to, to make that process better rather than um, maybe working uh, individually with a capitalistic mentality of uh, our thriving uh, aspirations. Maybe work collectively, uh, find a different environment that is more inspiring as well as uh, share like our daily life. I guess 
to make the professional also personal uh, I think this is a misconception that we have where um, yeah we shouldn't mix both but is inevitable for us and maybe not all um, jobs are have the same characteristics uh, another one is building community as I said is being able to bring all these different people from different backgrounds um, different ways and walks of life and also different um, different aspirations or thoughts thought process or uh, concepts in their work uh, or even ways of working um, together to interact and intertwine uh, to bridge the gap between uh, up-and-coming artists and well-established artists the importance of uh, the work itself being over uh, the importance of the marketing position or or how the market has defined uh, the the work or priced the work of the artist um, as well as giving those up-and-coming artists um, more exposure in the sense of just by default working together with well-established artists <laughs> In this podcast, I'll be speaking with many of the artists involved to try and build a sense of what home means to different people and how they've approached this residency. As you listen, I want you to think about the idea for yourself. What does home mean to you and how has this idea changed over the course of your life? I'm Montreal, Canada. I'm a muralist and a painter. The home, it's a place where someone uh, can always go to feel comfortable, to feel safe. To me, it's, it can be either like an object or a souvenir that one can always go back to feel kind of um, suited, I will say. At first, I thought that home was in a specific place, a specific address. When I got older, I kind of understand that home can be in many places. To me, it can be in Cambodia, it can be in China, where are my, my roots, my, my background, and uh, also in uh, Montreal, Quebec. And yeah. what makes home? What uh, is it? A place where someone can feel safe and um, feel loved, I would say. To me, it's, it's a lot related to, to family. Family gatherings, uh, yeah, family gatherings, fa family dinner. So this is, this, I think this is why I'm drawing a, painting lately a lot of mangoes because it reminds me of um, family dinner. We will always have uh, mangoes as dessert or uh, during the meal. So to me, yeah, it kind of uh, reminds me uh, of that. I've been interested in taking this concept of home and transferring it into an object. Is home just the bricks and mortar of where you pay rent or is there something beyond this? Um, David Oliveira and I'm a painter. I'm from Miami, Florida. My work is uh, predominantly on the ocean and the sea. And my passion for the show is to exhibit and ex explore that, um, that subject matter of the ocean. And so that's what I bring to the table. Well, as a Miami native, I've lived here and I lived on the beach for many, many years and the ocean for me is, is home. Uh, so I, I represent that as a, as a connection of living in M M Miami. 
home for me represents uh, a place that that is a sense of belonging, a sense of uh, familiarity, uh, a sense of um, not just the pretty, but there's also things which are not so pretty. Uh, and I feel that's what home for me represents. It's, it's, it's everything. It's not just the good or the bad or the right or the wrong. It's, and for me, the ocean delivers that. Have you had to take the idea of home as a concept and put it into an object? What would that object be and why? It's, it's difficult. It's not just one thing. It's sometimes I can't really express it. I just have to do it. And what comes out is a painting of the ocean. And so there's this theme of, of water and, and the connection of water. So I guess if I had to put it in a, in a box, in a thing, it would be the ocean. Home. Both these artists instinctively transferred this idea into something physical, but for the Spanish painter Elsa Captavella, it means something totally different. I really, I had clear in my mind, I wanted to talk about home as an internal state, uh, feeling at home with yourself, and I wanted to talk about relationships as well, feeling at home with someone else, being at home with yourself. So. My approach is to, like really personal, let's say. What is home then? Home for me, it's more like an internal state. It's not a place, it's not a person. Um, home for me, it's feeling at peace with um, who you are, uh, your beliefs, your fears, whatever, feeling safe. Although it doesn't mean you have to be in the best um, environment possible. I like the idea of that you can make a home out of anything. Like even when maybe the situation in which you are living is not good, you can still choose to be, to feel at home with yourself. If home had to be a single object for you, what would that object be? That's kind of a difficult question due to my idea of what home is. So there's not like one specific object, but there are many objects that make me feel um, safe or good, uh, like maybe a photo of my people or a book can make me feel really good. And maybe also um, at my house, I have like a little altar with all the many objects that I have from travels and from friends, gifts or something that make me feel um, good and I have them there as a really important thing for me in my room. So maybe object can be also something important for feeling at home. If home is a feeling, I was intrigued as to how this was going to be conveyed in Elsa's artwork. I've painted a couple of paintings which depict an intimate moment between a couple, uh, two persons, in each painting, the bodies start to be more and more blurred. And the skins begin to, to go, come all together. The idea behind is to talk about the loss of identity or the, sen or the loss of the sense of your home. When you get into a relationship, sometimes it can be easy to lose a bit, like your ideas or the person you think you are when you try to join another person. 
Just to give you a bit more understanding of exactly where we are right now, the residency sits on the border of the suburban area of Miami Shores. If you walk in one direction, you'll find yourself in a family-oriented affluent area with lush tropical trees filling the sidewalk. Walk in the other, and you'll find yourself in the I-95 highway, and, well, not much else. The house itself is currently hosting about 13 of us. Even for a comfortable three bed plus an outhouse, it's a little bit of a stretch. We're roughly about five to a room at the moment, sleeping on air beds and anything we can get our hands on. The best advice I can give you for communal living is just try and make sure you're the first one asleep. That way, you're less likely to be bothered by the snoring of the person next to you. Just about every single nook and cranny of this house has been occupied by an artist. Luckily, the open garden and beautiful weather ease any potential tensions that might arise in the battle for creative space. I'm not sure how well this project would have worked if Axel had lived in Glasgow. I sat down with the London-based artist Helen Buer in the garden while she was painting to talk about her idea of home and what it's like living on the road. This one is a little bit windy. The work I'm making as part of this residency is, is a, it's an ongoing series. Um, based on rotor rides, which were a ride invented in the 50s, I think, for end of the 40s, 50s, um, which is basically the spinning cylinder. You go inside, you stand against the wall, it starts spinning, 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 spinning faster and faster, and then the floor just drops away um, and you're, you're left stuck to the wall. And you can kind of move around, but the force, I think it's like an antipodal force, keeps you stuck there. Um, and I've been finding this archive of images, which I've been working with, because I loved the, the metaphor of this idea of being spun around, stuck to the wall, limited in your control and movement. These images where there's kind of this enforced domesticity which, which they're unable to uphold. And I think it's for the life that I'm living at the moment where I'm traveling a lot, it feels a lot like that a lot of the time, you know, being spun around um, and not having much control over the speed or movement of, of where things are going. I think home to me is is a specific feeling um, I've definitely had before I mean amongst other things it's obviously a place of of comfort um, of you know it's where life starts it's where you start your life it's where you share food and you grow friendships and relationships but for me in the last few years when I've been on the road a lot I think there's kind of you know this price you pay for for finding the richness of living and loving on the road um, you kind of except that you're never really going to have that feeling of going home again because your home has become this kind of fractured thing which is scattered all around the places that you've you've been to um yeah if you had to take the concept of home and put it into an object what would that object be um i think i was thinking about this this idea of of home being in objects because obviously a home as a kind of architectural thing where it's like a house somewhere where you you house your belongings in that field that environment that nest kind of feels homely and I think I was I used to be very attached to lots of different objects and they would feel like my home and I could have them all around me but obviously when you're on the road a lot and you're traveling a lot you really only have a tiny bunch of things to rely on uh, to make you feel that way so you kind of quickly learn that that's not how to feel home you know home becomes something much more internalized um, but I do have this this little felted chili pepper that um, my auntie gave me, and it's it's always stuck on uh, stuck on my backpack when I'm travelling. And I uh, 
you know, as well as this kind of like family warmth feeling and this kind of like, I feel like it's this like fire that I carry with me. It's like a burning thing, but um, it's a tiny, tiny burning thing that I can keep, keep with me, keep going, keep burning. Um, and yeah, it's also kind of in tradition, people would hang chilies uh, on their on their door frames to ward off evil spirits and protect the house. So I kind of feel like that's what the chili does for me. The artist Geoffrey Oliveras really stood out in 2019 with a series of engaging and provocative murals. He also has a really interesting relationship with home. He currently lives about an hour north of Barcelona in an old abandoned convent, but spent many years living in a van traveling around Spain. His main painting for the exhibition was a bright orange security fence placed in the middle of a pathway in a heavily wooded forest. I was curious to find out about how this related to home. My name is Jofra, I'm from Spain. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think it's because uh, for my background, I, uh, my experience, you know, uh, make me understand that uh, the house or the home, you know, it's something that forces you to uh, live in one way. And for me, it's something that with a fence uh, in the middle of the forest, you can see very clear you know, that uh, it's something that you can stand uh, in the front of the, face, the fence and then you, you, you can see like your self-limitation. In the same time, is a fence that is very easily to, to across. For me, home is uh, where you can find the people where you feel uh, comfortable, no? it's something in relation with uh, community. No? I think the fence represents this, no? uh, in the middle of the forest, find this common fence of uh, the city no? and you can decide to stand in front and um, respect the limits or across them. No? The forest represents uh, the cows, the, all the, the life. No? The, represents the reality, the, all the possibilities. The more I spoke to people about this, the more I began to see how directly connected home was to an individual's experience. Here's a few words from Miami's own Leo. What I'm painting right now is a portrait of my brother. He just got to prison and I wanted to do a portrait of him, just like a mugshot of him, because of the title of the piece is Stranger. And that's pretty much all I know of him is being inside of prison. That's when I met him to be in jail. Now that he just got put into prison uh, in August, I guess it ties with like the idea of like home because or homeless because he's this is going to be his home for the next ten years or so. Yeah, it's something that's very personal and it's like something that's in my life. But I think I would like to share that with people anyway. Sometimes I would like to do things that's not so direct, but um, a lot of times when it's a situation like this, it's just like, this is what's happening, this is what's happening in my life, this segment in my life, and this is my experience, so I would prefer to share that. I think it's pretty natural to me, um, because these are things that I, I would prefer to talk about rather than talking about something else. Sometimes I would like to do things that's not so direct, but um, a lot of times when it's a situation like this, it's just like, this is what's happening. This is what's happening in my life. This segment in my life. And this is my experience. So I would prefer to share that. Like, I want to be just super direct. I don't like with certain topics, I would prefer to like wing it around. But sometimes I just want to be direct. Like I painted a portrait of my father, like layered over like slaves. And I think that is super direct. But 
the reason why I want to be direct is because this is what's going on. It's no uh, mystery to it. Like people are being in prison and being and going to jail, and it's ex it's a large amount of people that's incarcerated, um, and it's a like it's a part of my story too. Like my my father was incarcerated for um, 18 years now, and he's serving 24 years, 25 year sentence, and this is something that is it is. So it's no. For me, it's no winging around it. It's probably other ways that I can tell the story, but I choose not to. What is home? I guess a place to where you feel like you adapted to. Like anywhere can be your home, but like some places you feel uncomfortable. It's a lot of places you feel uncomfortable. It's a lot of places you that doesn't sit well with you. But if it's a place where you are at and you adapt and you give yourself time to adapt, then I believe you can consider that place to be home. Speaking about my brother, like, he has to be there for 10 years, so therefore he has to adapt. And then that's going to have to be his place of um, his residence um, for the next amount of years. And he might, not be on, he might not be comfortable, but he'll have to adapt. He'll have to make friends. He'll have to talk to people. Um, he'll have to sleep there, wake up there, eat food there, and stuff like that. So I think uh, home is a place that you, um, is a context that you can adapt to. That, and that can be anywhere, I believe. If you had to take this idea and then put it into an object, if home was an object for you, mm. what would that object be? Um, uh, an object or a person? I, object. The, the, the question was object. <laughs> okay. I, I could possibly take the other one. Uh. I don't know, myself, I think. If I can be, if I can adapt to my own self and just be one with myself, I think that is the perfect example to me of home because once you're comfortable in that place, you'll be comfortable in a lot of other places. As an observer, I love the insight this residency offers towards artistic practices. Some you'll find up at first light taking advantage of the morning's calm, while others won't pick up a brush until the sun's gone down and their creative juices are only stimulated by heavy metal cranked up to nine. One of the most personal insights you can get into an artist's process is through their sketchbook. Trains of thought, abandoned ideas and future masterpieces fill the pages of these little treasure troves. One artist always doodling away happens to be one of the residency's youngest a French painter who goes by the name of Nubian. Um, my name is Nubian. I'm from South France, Montpellier. And uh, I'm a drawer. Home for me is where the energy makes you feel good. Home is an energy who can comes from people, from places, from objects. It's not physical, you know. It's a place where you feel that in a way you can just be free in a little space of time and place. For me, home is like in my drawings, I paint like objects, architectures, clouds, landscapes, but it's just to, I'm trying to like do something physical to represent just the feeling that I feel home. Like when I can draw, if I have my sketchbook in my backpack, I'm home. Uh, if I have uh, just, sometimes it's just about having a cigarette or a coffee or being with people who understand you or who just are there and let you do what you want. It's the, the energy who makes feel me home. You can't hold it. I don't want to like, not think of what is home. 
because uh, it's easy things, it's little things which makes me feel home. So it's not about philosophy of the thing, you know? It's more simple for me. If you had to take this entire concept of home and put it into one object, what would that object be? I think that object would be a teacup because the old objects which have like history, it's um, morning, like mother or grandmother time when they're having tea, things like makes you feel like childhood. It's also the morning where there is just light and smoke from the tea, the taste. So a lot of um, peaceful things that your body can feel you, by your eyes, by your mouth and a lot of things. So I like things like that. Like, just little objects. If you're familiar with Axel Void's work, you'll know he's like a moth to a flame when it comes to the dark side of subject matter. He's the only artist in the world I can think of who'd be ballsy enough to paint a close-up of a newly arrived stillborn child on the side of a wall. With that, it's maybe no surprise how he found a kindred spirit in the work of Austrian artist Stefan Kirsch. For the exhibition, they've been working together on a series of concepts for what they've simply titled The Death Room. The objects we built in the room, in our kind of dying room with Alex together, we were speaking like on the way to Steve's Pizza, to, we spoke about like, hey, let's do an installation together and have kind of a, to point it in the direction of an existential crisis or kind of how to depict the absurdity of proceeding through life. And on the right there, like this 10 minute ride, we came up with like solutions of, oh, we should point uh, a gun through the TV facing a guy sitting in the chair and making this uh, mobile, mobile phone mobile of kind of this conditioning system of people, how, how we are conditioned to grow into specific systems. And the other one, like the hammer piece I did, I did it before I came to the residency. I couldn't pull off this in like a, a month or something. And this was for me like when you have people in an argument, but they don't listen to each other. They are just here to argue. They wanted to have this kind of simple, immediate view on, on my thought process to it or how I perceive a lot of people going on through life or through like a problem with one another. It's like my, my view on some elements, how people go through life. It's not like, oh, that's the overall thing, but it should go in the direction of like, oh, this could be anyone. Our final resident has recently departed from the land of supersized, star-spangled bald eagles to settle in Barcelona. A seriously talented figurative painter who's also been tasked with painting a mural on the side of Axel's house. No pressure there, mate. For the mural, he's been recreating a still moment from Axel's front porch at night, taking this whole home concept to another level. Anyway, here's some final words from Zane Prater. My f birthplace is Colorado, United States, but for a long time I've traveled and, and moved around. So, the, so for me, currently my home is in Spain, where all my kind of things are, where my sense of space is in Spain, but it's something over the years, it's, it's like a temporary concept and it's changed and fluctuated. My mother had a rose garden in my childhood home and quite, quite an elaborate garden. And it's something that I, I remember growing up in that space and, 
and playing within within that garden and so for me it's always been like roses or flowers and kind of garden spaces have always felt really kind of nurturing in a way yeah for me one kind of oftentimes seeing flowers or seeing particularly rose gardens i it's kind of this this connection to my my childhood or my my birthplace um, an object that would kind of define or encapsulate my sense of home i think would be maybe a rose bush or a rose garden um, because of that that connection with my the garden like my mother's rose garden that i grew up playing in and and also this sense of kind of life and nurturing and cultivation of i don't know just this this like sense of kind of safety or beauty or home i guess i don't know if it necessarily is so defined by safety or security because i think at least for my experience a lot of home has been transient and that is often the, like the biggest or the thing that is lacking the most is like consistency or security or safety when you're just you're moving about and everything's changing and all of your possessions are in a, a bag or on your person and you can't you can't lock a door because you have no doors to lock so there you have it a wee insight into life here at void manor i hope this has helped you create a space to think about what home might mean to you please do leave us a comment on what your idea of home is or what that object might be this is me, Doug Gillen, signing off from Miami for this special edition of Radio Juxtapose.